Welcome to New Zealand Vegan Podcast, episode 71. I'm your host, Elizabeth Collins. Happy New Year. It's 2011. And I'm just actually kind of freaking out because I just realized that that means I've been doing my podcast for two years now. And I really can't believe it's been two years. I feel like I only started yesterday. It's just time just flies so quickly. I guess a lot has happened in two years. Um... I've certainly learned a lot in the last two years. So anyway, Happy New Year. It's great to still be here doing my podcast. And it's great to see all the other fantastic podcasts that have been coming out. I've been trying to have a guest on and we just haven't been able to work it out. Um, So hopefully next episode I'll have a special guest. And um, there's all kinds of people I'd love to have back on the show. Uh, But today I just wanted to articulate something that I think is really important for us to all think about with regard to the future because um, often we, what we do as vegans is, is where we try to problem solve in advance um, the kinds of things that um, you know we're going to face Right now, our biggest problem is that the human race is not vegan, (laughs) so we're working on that every day. That's what we're working on. But along with that comes all of these questions about the future. Well, you know, um, right now, we are so inundated with this animal use and this violence that no matter who you are, somehow or other, you're part of it even if you don't want to be. Um, That doesn't mean that... It doesn't mean that you can just be um, flexible about it. That's that's not what I'm saying. It's one of the worst things about... One of the worst things about the ubiquitousness... Is that the word? Ubiquitousness of animal use and that it invades all of our lives, like paint and, you know sidewalks and all these things we talk about is that people will use that as an excuse to say oh well you can't be vegan so it's just impossible and stop being so perfectionist and oh you're just a bunch of purists and stuff no 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 not true at all but it does you know bring to mind a lot of things about the future where where we say well you know um okay so let's say we we decide to go vegan on mass um you know what about um how are we going to be as harmless as possible? That's really what we want to know. We want to evolve to that. One of my favorite um, quotes from Butterflies Cats, the vegan poet, who is one of the members of Gentle World, which is um, a really wonderful organization. I've mentioned them before, and I've mentioned butterflies before. But I love, one of the things she says is that veganism is humanity's next evolutionary step. And... Um, and then, I mean, I just think that's a great way. I mean, I think that she's absolutely right. And, and you know, it's more of an, it's an evolution of the heart because I do believe that physiologically we are, we are you know, we're vegan. And I do believe that we're herbivorous. But, you know, if we're, even if we're not, you know, even if we are omnivorous, we're certainly not omnivorous the way, oh, well, anyway, maybe I won't talk about that. But um, 
I, either way, it's an evolution, and if it's not a, f- a physical one, because I think our phys- physicality is we are so not like predators. I mean, I don't care if we can make tools. That's all in our brain, and that's what I'm going to talk about today. But, um, you know, we, it's our next evolution with regards to the way we live. It's, it's, it's an evolution of the spirit or the heart or the brain or whatever you want to call it. And I really do think that that's really important. And we're all getting there. And we do think about the future a lot. And, you know, I've been thinking about this, like, stuff. And so I've talked about some of it ever since I started, ever since I was vegan. And ever since I really realized that, oh, my gosh, you know, there's no need. Like, this can all this can all stop. I mean, this, this, this can stop. All of it. It really can. Um and um, it starts with me, and I stopped, you know. And it, and 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 then the frustrating thing is that you find out the more the, the you know the more information you get that oh well, you know um, there may be animal products in um, uh, plastics that I've used or that that I've, that I'm running my computer with or in, in car tires where I get the bus to work or in the sidewalks and then you start to and you can allow if you want to you could allow it to overwhelm you well I don't allow it to overwhelm me I just think of it as problems to be solved I'm like wow you know this is worse than I thought um, I thought it was bad enough uh, that sort of obvious stuff and then you find out about all the other stuff so but that's all related to the general stuff I mean the reason there's so many animal byproducts and everything is because we use them for even we they're on the cheap I mean like in New Zealand for example milk is in everything because we have we have I just found out now I don't know if this is true the dairy industry is claiming it so I don't know if it's in their interest to claim it and make it up and exaggerate a little or who knows but if 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 what they're saying is true, New Zealand supplies one third of the entire world's dairy supply. I mean, that just blew my mind. I mean, I kind of I'm not that surprised if you know how big the dairy industry. But then you go, so so you look how big the industry is, and then you say, well, geez, you know they are. You know, one of the things that makes me laugh, and I think I've talked about this before, is people are like, well, it, you know, back in the day, the native. Uh, indigenous people of whatever country they used every bit of the animal and they didn't and none of it went to waste well we use every single piece of their poor bodies so that's just doesn't even cover i mean it just doesn't have anything to do with the morality of it but what it means is that we have an overwhelming supply so in new zealand milk isn't everything and i think i said this before they invent stuff like cream flavored stuff to use all the excess milk products because it's all can be profited they don't want to throw it away they want to make money off it they don't want to throw any of it away so they'll use casein apparently is in absolutely everything and um in fact the report that i saw that was quoted from somebody that was um that somebody had uploaded it was a New Zealand report because you know we're one of the world's leading dairy producers and we're you know so we're probably an expert in all the uses of casein but the reason that that exists the reason that that's in everything the reason it's in plastics and da da da, da is because we have the slaughter industry we have all of these products and we have all of this byproducts and you know that's why it exists it's like Gary said in that podcast where he's talking about that the reason why we have all these byproducts is because of the original exploitation I mean that's why it exists it's not the other way around so dealing with the non-veganness the basic fundamental non-veganness is the way to prevent is the way to eradicate all of these byproducts and stuff that plague our lives so you know the 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 goal, the message, it doesn't change. I mean, don't be overwhelmed when you find out that, you know, you want to be vegan. You want to not use any animal products. And then you get into a car or you buy a computer or you, or even, um, 
say you refuse to buy computers, you know, um, I think that it's very important to activism at the moment. This is how the abolitionist movement has grown. If it wasn't for the internet, I really don't know if I would be abolitionist, unfortunately, because I didn't come, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't, uh, I was totally going down the welfare road. You know, I really, really was. If it, was, if it wasn't for the people on the Earthlings Forum who pointed me to Gary's website and la la la, I hate to think where I'd be right now. I'd be wearing a pig suit collecting money for the safe you know uh love pigs campaign or something like that i mean i would i really do think that i would i mean i'm and i'm not saying that's what the point like all of those people who do those things are perfectly capable of being of 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 waking up to 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 this sort of common sense and the sort of rightness of abolition we just have to get to them so you know i mean doesn't you don't have to be you know with uh anyway so but but don't let it overwhelm you when you go vegan and you find that out because it's all related to so 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 it's just even more reason to it's, you don't go backwards you don't say oh well gee there's animal products and everything so i'm just going to give up the ghost you say oh wow look how bad this is we really need to hurry up and we really need to make this you know the human race vegan because you know we want to be vegan we want to live harmlessly and we're not even given the choice and that's just wrong so it just inspires me to be more active it just inspires it doesn't bring me down the way it brings other people down i'm like this is you know this just shows us what you know is it's it just means that you know this is why vegan education is so important so anyway that's not what i was going to talk about today i went off on a tangent but i was thinking about i i thought about this one for a long time and i have never and i should have done this in the beginning when i first started doing my podcast because um that's when I was just sort of like, um, it was, I guess, less political. I don't know, but I'm just going to go back because, I'm just, I mean, when I say go back, I'm just going to, I just want to, this is one of the things, this is one of the things about us that, um, you know, I see, I, I see these things that we do as a species, whatever, and I'm like, we have, that has to change, you know, that has to change. Um and it's more than just i mean i think it's all related to nonviolence i think once you embrace nonviolence then all of the stuff is it's just a moot point like i don't need to art- i wouldn't need to articulate it piece by piece we wouldn't say you have to reject you know rodeos and whaling and eating animals and wearing this skin and da 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 because you say nonviolence ahimsa or harmlessness however you want to label it that covers everything and what we call it is vegan so you don't have to pick and choose but the one of the fundamental because I look at the human race and I think okay you know we have to convince people you know we have to convince people that um, there is there is life after you know after veganism. Some people think it's like a death sentence, and I often say this to people. I'm like, look, you can you can drink wine and you can dance and you can listen to music and you can do everything you do vegan. You can wear beautiful clothes. You can wear flowing dresses. You can do all these things vegan. Um, but when it comes to true harmlessness, I don't know. I think that when we get to that level, when we get to where everybody's vegan and wants to be harmless, there may be certain things that we will not do anymore collectively at least i hope so fireworks being one of them you know things like that i've talked about this before but today see whenever i hear a story as as we know i basically don't listen to the radio very much 
and I really probably um, it would be a better it would be a good idea for me to pay a little more attention to what's going on. <laughs> but I do listen to the BBC. It's the only radio station I listen to apart from the classical station. I just am that way. It's just I'm just very insular, I guess. Now, um, but anyway, and um, oftentimes they have these science reports, or even if I catch a glimpse on TV, and whenever there's a new discovery of a new being, they've discovered this, they, I, I was watching this thing, I was watching a New Zealand scientist, scientist show, and this is like over a year ago, and I wanted to talk about it then, and I never got around to talking about it, so this is my episode that I was going to do when I saw this show, and it just triggered it, and I've, it's triggered it by so many other things, and I know everybody listening will be able to relate. And they had discovered, they had discovered, they'd gone deep sea diving, or they had incidentally maybe they were in the, they were doing something else and they they saw this amazing being that wasn't in the record books and nobody had you know it was a new species and what they did and my heart just sank as soon as i saw it they immediately captured one of the species of it was a sort of a fish or an eel or some kind of really deep sea being i mean i don't know there's some fascinating beings down there in the bottom of the ocean and of course the first thing they did was murder this being cut their body open mutilate their body and la 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 to discover all these things and I'm just like okay that needs to stop that needs to stop that kind of thinking and how are we gonna you know we're this insatiably curious um uh ape you know because we're apes right we are we have an insatiable curiosity and we really want to know how things work. And we will break things open to find out how they work. Problem is, we do that with sentient beings as well. And I remember I had a conversation with Renata once about this, where she told me, I, can't, I think I was talking about doing this episode or something we were talking about. And she says, yeah, she heard a story about some Aboriginal people who had never seen a horse before and didn't know what the what this being was and their way of they were terrified they didn't know if this was a threatening a violent or a predator or some sort of monster or something like that they'd never seen because this is a large animal right and so they they killed the horse and cut the horse open to see what was going on. I mean this is like a human this is the kind of thing that I think we we have to fight against you know I don't think that I think that the violence that we do, I think that we can overcome that. I have perfect confidence. I have such a beautiful amount of hope that we can overcome this this ridiculous, stupid violence. But this curiosity that we have, this 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 inability to sit still until we know how it works, you know, we just got to know. I think we need to give over to the mystery, and that's going to be a challenge, and that's going to be something that we're going to need to help each other with because I think that we're, when it comes to, you know, just we just need to just leave the animals alone. We just need to leave them alone. This this is a problem that we have. I see this as a problem. I see this as a problem that we need to overcome. I don't see overcoming violence. I I mean, obviously it's a huge problem, and obviously, you know, but I really don't think it's. I don't think that we're violent. I think that there are. Um, certain people very small percentage of people who are violent and i think that it's just that they um and but they're given 
they may be diabolically clever and then they're given power and then it all just I don't I don't even really need no. well okay and start again so my point that I'm trying the thing that bothered me about it was I did see I foresaw a problem with with this aspect of our nature because I think we all have it now obviously I don't go around um killing uh beings and looking at their bodies to find them out but I just our insatiable need to know how things work and find an explanation I think that that's detrimental that's why we have religion <laughs> you know because we if we don't know we have to make something up and I'm you know if 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 anybody who believes in a theology is listening and doesn't agree that it's made up but they believe in it then okay um but what I'm trying to say is we this is something that we have to we have to overcome if we going if we want to be harmless if we want to be nonviolent because we need we must I think we're morally obligated to not know certain things if the only way to know is to mutilate and destroy and 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 murder and cut open so we need to learn to embrace the mystery when we're vegan and we're all living and we're just leaving the animals alone and we see um you know something that we don't understand just a phenomenon maybe a natural phenomenon or uh a uh, an animal doing something or a certain new animal i mean there could be evolutions occurring because we're going to finally leave the habitats alone uh, we're going to you know we need to evolve to where we just we just accept that we don't know why that happens it doesn't matter we don't need to know and we need to embrace the mystery and so when they find these amazing creatures i mean first of all in a vegan world we wouldn't be going to the bottom of the ocean and messing around with it because we don't belong there and we just cause harm when we go there and we don't need to we're land mammals and we've taken plenty of space and i think that we can live within our space and one of the good things about us us is we can live in very close proximity to each other and be surprisingly nonviolent i mean that you know i've seen studies like desmond morris like like studies human beings and stuff and he's like it's fascinating you know how how much you know obviously there are conflicts and there is violence in cities and things but you know we we have this amazing cooperation natural cooperation that we can embrace but so we won't be delving to the bottom of the ocean and and things like that. So maybe this is a moot point, but I do think that we have to fight against this need to just, you know, just let it go. It really doesn't matter if you don't know how something works because a lot of the times the only way that we find out how things work and then we're so proud of ourselves. We're like, we found out by dissecting and cutting open this being we found out that this being breathes in a really strange way wow and this is how they breathe and then we're all proud of ourselves aren't we clever for finding that out I meanwhile well, there's this mutilated body and we've just murdered and ended a life for what you know um i'll never understand that anymore we um going to have to find a way to embrace the mystery and let it go and it's the problem is our brains are very 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 hungry 
and we want to know and we get so bored and I've talked about this before and we just want to keep inventing we want to keep discovering and um we can't just be you know we don't just sit even I am still trying to learn how to just sit you know and I still can't do it I turn on the computer and then I'll surf the web or I'll or I'll turn on a podcast and I'll listen to a podcast or I'll or I'll read a book or I'll I have to do something cuz my brain is like I need I need food I need something I need something I can't just sit and be and when we do that it's like a really mythical it's like oh meditation and all this but if you look at other animals when they're not busy doing something like gathering food or or washing themselves or traveling or whatever they just be and yes there are certain animals who are curious and they'll run around and say, oh, what's that? What's that? And, you know, there are destructive behaviors. Um, I have two cats who, um, you know, quite dangerous to certain insects and things um, because they're very curious and if they move, they want to play with them and things. So we're not really the only creature that does it, but to the extent that we do and the need that we have to, to constantly be breaking things into their smallest you know bits so that we can find out how they tick and and it's so destructive and I'm I think and I'll never understand that I don't understand these people who are so proud of this amazing being that they've discovered at the bottom of the ocean and this beautiful and they pull them out of the water and they start to die almost immediately it's monstrous and all for the sake of what? So you can write a paper or you can you can say how clever you are that you figured out how this other being's, you know, respiratory system works or whatever. So what? That is so monstrous. We have to change these things. These are things we have to change in our in ourselves as as beings and we have to learn how to just be. If we really are serious, and I am deadly serious, about being a vegan species and being as close to ahimsa or harmless and nonviolent as possible there are things that we are obligated not to do anymore and we will we should willingly sacrifice useless knowledge because it's useless knowledge because a lot of the knowledge that we glean from this kind of stuff is how to make you know things that are really not necessary or you know maybe we'll like I remember I was listening to um, a show without or some it was one of the you know the scientific um, reports and they were talking about the how in the Amazon they discovered this unbelievable amount of new species all of a sudden um, and anytime I hear about new species being discovered my heart sinks because I'm like well that's the end of them then you know it'll be all over Oops, there go the chickpeas. I don't know if you heard the timer. I have to get up and go and do that in one moment. But I just want to finish this thought. So now and then what they said, and this was very typical, and this is just speciesism and violence, and, you know, these are the things we're trying to change with vegan education. But what they said in this report was, oh, yes, and so there's there's this all this new stuff. Oh, great, we've got all this new stuff to play with. I mean, I'm, I'm you know, I'm... I'm putting my spin on it and um, and it'll be we can find we can use it for medicines and we can use it for you know cosmetics and we can use it for um, 
um, antidotes to poisons and we can use them for food as well, they were saying. I mean, all of this life with just resources to them were just, were just things to play with, things to use and things to problem solve, problems that we cause because we keep messing with nature and because we keep destroying and want to, you know, so it's it's definitely, you know, the more I think about the where we're going to be, there's really f- fundamental changes, and I think it's the new generation that's going to be it. But you know, we're still fighting against this um, this need for um, our constant stimulation of the brain. We're not even satisfied with sunsets anymore. We're not even satisfied with the sound of the wind, or or just the breeze or or that we we're not we want we we want our laptops and we want our touch screens and we want you know we are not even satisfied with the amazing sounds and amazing sights that nature offers us and we need to become satisfied with it again and we need to realize that we don't have a right to demand more because you know if, and it generally always does, if that would require harm. So we have an, an obligation to um, not know as much as we know because what the things that we find out, we find them out by harming. Now, if there's ways to, to, um, to find out without harm, then, well, of course, I wouldn't... Uh, be opposed to that, but I just, I don't really trust that, you know, because people will hypothesize and theorize, I'll say, well, gee, I wonder, I wonder how that, you know, bat did that incredible aerodynamic movement over there, well, how did the bat do that, well, I don't know, um, let's theorize about it, well, gee, that's not enough, we really, really want to know, I mean, we really, really want to know, well, next thing we're going to do is we're going to capture one, and we're going to do experiments on him, or her, and we're going to take photos, and then we're going to cripple him or her, and see how that reacts, we'll inject drugs, and we'll see how that reacts, and we'll see what, where it comes from inside, and then of course we'll finally mutilate the body, and dissect, and you know, and this is kind of like, and there's all this insatiable need to know, so that we can use these things, and um, we can't do that anymore, and I, that's the kind of thing that I don't talk to like people about, generally like when I'm saying you know be vegan because first step is the decision to be vegan the decision to be vegan and that's a lot of things that people misunderstand us you see I'm trying to get people to start to decide to go vegan I don't expect somebody to learn from one day to the next the intricacies of living as a vegan in this world that we live in now but the decision needs to be made and then you start to learn and then the more you're exposed to it I mean I've been vegan for three years now and I only really recently learned about the amount of animal products that are in certain things and a lot of it um, it just um, it surprised and shocked me but it just made me want to do vegan advocacy even more. It didn't make me want to turn around and say, oh, well, gee, you know, I guess I'll just eat cheese every now and then, <laughs> you know, because what the hell, it doesn't matter, does it? Or, or you know, it's just impossible to ever get, you can't be pure and stuff. Well, I never claimed, you know, I never claimed that I was pure, but 
my thinking, my way of looking at other beings has changed, you know, my way. And I still fight against my own brain and I still fight against my own speciesism. You know, it's an ongoing battle. It's almost like, you know, um, you it's, you got to live day by day and moment by moment and remind yourself of 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 the beauty of nonviolence and the beauty of living harmlessly as best you can. And then you start to embrace that and you don't want to know these things because if knowing them means you have to cause harm to find them out there's more beauty in the not knowing then you know there's more beauty in the mystery just enjoy say look at this incredible wonderful world look at that amazing being doing that amazing thing it's just a joy to watch I really don't understand how it works I really don't understand what's going on you know, with physics or the chemistry of it, I just am watching this being, you know, chameleons, how they change colors and things like that. I mean, I'm sure, I can't even begin to imagine the amount of experiments that have been done on chameleons to find out why they do that. Why, why, Why do we need to know? Just enjoy, if you have the, if you are privileged enough to observe something like that. So, that's something that's been bothering me ever since I saw that nature report thing. And then it, and it bothers me every time I hear it because I hear it, you hear it all the time. You'll listen out for them. If you listen to these science shows and it's these, these biologists, you know, and um, writing their, you know, writing their papers and stuff. And they do it to people too. And they have. And if they could get away with it, you know, it's this kind of, and the, and they justify it, I think, with this sort of higher knowledge. Like, this is, we're higher knowledge. And they feel, you know, it's almost like, we know things that you don't know. And I'm like, well, I have no respect for you. Because the way you got that knowledge was violence and um, mutilation. And, you know, that that's not ad- admirable at all in the slightest. I will take a child who just smiles at a butterfly, you know, any day over some scientist who's got a million of them pinned to his wall behind, you know, glass and can tell you the anatomy of every single one. No, that's 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 not intelligence. That's just um, some sort of um, vanity that, that we need to... Uh, we need to get rid of. There's nothing wrong with admitting that you don't know how something works. Just enjoy it. Yes, we're very, very clever. We need to become even more clever. It's almost like strength. I admire people who are very strong, who do not, who are, who are nonviolent, who do not use their strength. I will admire our species when we can control our own brains to the point where we can embrace the mystery. And we know we're capable of finding out how that works if we want to destroy, destroy and dissect and experiment on and do all these things. We know that because we've been doing it. But the beautiful thing will be with it when we choose not to do it anymore. We know we can do it so the ego's satisfied. The vanity should be satisfied. Don't do it though. It's like a, it's like a man who's very, very strong, knowing that he could break the arm of 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 another man who who who, if he wanted to, who was weaker than him. Um, that knowledge um, may make him confident, but the the true power and the true uh, strength of that man will be to not 
do it. And then if he's confident in himself enough, he'll know that he could do it if he wanted to, but he knew he'll know it's wrong to do it. And in fact, it will be, it would, it would be, it would be beneath him. It would lower him. It would, it would, um, diminish him if he did it. And I believe that what we're doing, it diminishes us to do these things. It doesn't empower us. It doesn't make us more admirable. It doesn't make our world grow. It um, makes our world bloody and, and, um, and uh, torturous. I mean, we're like evil scientists, you know. So these are the kinds of attitudes we're really working on. But the first fundamental one, I mean, I don't, I don't go up to people on the street about this stuff. I just had to get it off my chest. But the fundamental one is just the nonviolence. It's just the it's, it's the basic veganism, veganism, you know. Stop buying animal products. Stop eating them. Stop wearing them, you know. Most people aren't scientists and biologists and stuff like that. Um, most people aren't vivisectors, you know. I would say they're a very small percentage of, 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 of people. Um, but I would speak to a vivisector the way I would speak to a farmer, the way I would speak to um, anybody who just is a teacher who teaches English who uses animal products. I mean, it all comes from the same thing. It comes from speciesism and it comes from a lack of respect and it comes from the superiority conflicts. Well, anyway, just another Babylon. I just needed to get that off my chest because it does bother me a lot. And I really, I can't wait. You know, I almost want to be reborn when, when the human race is vegan, <laughs> you know, um, just because it's like, I have so much to contribute. I'll be like, okay, now that we're vegan, we need to start thinking about this stuff because then we can really, you know, really be, you know, we can, we can rise to our full, our full potential. The, the 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 embracing of mystery and the acceptance of of n the not knowing i think will there's a very wise saying um those who say do not know those who know do not say so i'm 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 sure i don't know because all i do is say but at the very least i think that um we can um still be a very dynamic and creative beings as long as we choose harmless ways of create, creating and harmless ways of beings. We can have fulfilling, beautiful lives and they will be so much richer, so much more fulfilling. I crave peace. I crave it. I crave it with my every fiber of my being. And... um I will not stop working to it, towards it, and I will not stop speaking out against violence, and that includes vegans who claim that we need violence. I disagree. I think that um, they're wrong. And so, anyway, um, I'm going to go now, and Happy New Year, everybody. I really really feel good things are going to happen this year. I'm still, I think I've been doing this podcast for two years and the whole two years I've been saying, I'm trying to get on my feet. Well, you know, I am. I mean, you know, um, but I've started to do some things that really started in my street stall and we're getting stuff happening and it doesn't matter, you know, just do it. It's the right thing to do. You know, we can do this. Promote veganism. Don't get overwhelmed by all of the, oh my gosh, there's, you know, the diagrams of the 
the animal product and everything, you know, that should just spur you on to do more vegan activism, not the opposite, not give up or not say, oh, well, just, you know, it's not about being the vegan police or being pure or whatever. It's awareness and acknowledgement. Yes, it's good to know those things, but it just makes me more determined to get rid of um, animal exploitation and and animal animals as property. It all comes from that one thing, you know, and then once we deal with that, we are going to have other things that we need to think about because we don't want to cause harm. And um, because of the way our species is and we are so unadapted to live with just our bodies, we need, we are morally obligated to find ways to shelter and clothe and feed ourselves as harmlessly as possible. And, um, and we can do it. Um, but we're not there yet. We need to we need to wake people up to veganism and the, and just just don't don't get overwhelmed by the don't let those people you know screw with your brain with the whole you know listen to Gary Francione he did a great podcast on it I'll link to it um, just as my dad says keep your eyes on the prize you know just um, use it to fuel your activism when when people say that to you you can acknowledge you can acknowledge it but it shouldn't make you back off in any way it doesn't make me back off. No way. It just makes me move one step forward. I say, yeah, you see? You see how ubiquitous animal use is? Don't you want to get rid of that? I am infuriated that I, I, you know, I I may have, you know, pained on my walls. I mean, I'm just renting, but that I may, you know, I see the individuals in there, those little bodies. You know, I don't care if it's point zero zero one percent of a of a of a molecule or something like that that started out as a living being who was raised as a slave and slaughtered and I object to that and I wanted to stop and um and i'm I'm working towards that and um hey we just have to keep we just have to keep doing it and that's what we're doing so anyway I hope I made sense and thanks for listening and I'll be back bye